0: Welcome to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shocker. Today we'll be hearing more stories from City High Radio, an award-winning youth radio program run by teacher Sarah Bromer at City High School in downtown Tucson. The first story for today is called Our Generation, Our Climate, and it was produced by students Julia Ortiz and Cougar Miller. Here's Julia.
1: Hi, I'm Julia.
0: And I'm Cougar.
1: I'm 15.
0: And I'm 16.
1: We're Generation Z. Some people call us the climate change generation.
2: Because we're going to be the ones who are affected by it the most.
1: When the climate change strikes happened in the fall, I started to become more aware. I started to research more about the climate and I was concerned about it. And I started to wonder why people weren't doing much about it. I felt really sad because ice caps are melting and animals are going extinct.
2: Me too, and we're not the only ones. How do you feel about climate change? Bad. Not good. That it's bad.
3: Uh, It sucks because I feel like uh I can't have children because they're going to suffer because of climate change. Scared because I don't want to die.
0: It
4: makes me feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind. I don't know really what I can do about it other than, you know, just... Try not to pollute the earth.
3: Well, it probably means I'm going to be dead before the age of 80, so it's kind of not cool.
4: I think that people who don't believe in climate change have like some serious mental damage, need to get their heads checked out. Do you, do, do you ever
1: feel angry about climate change? And-
3: oh yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah, no, um, watching the 1% control the future of this planet is kind of
5: infuriating.
1: Do you ever feel angry about it?
5: Of course. I always feel
2: angry about everything. I'm a teenager.
1: People in our generation seem to have lots of feelings towards climate change.
2: But even though we're scared and angry, most of us don't really seem to be doing anything about it. Are you doing anything to help? No, not
3: really. What do you want me to do?
4: I recycle. Is that it? Yeah.
2: Am I helping? No. I don't know how to do that. Ride your bike to school. Don't use fossil fuels. Touche.
1: Do you do
4: anything to help? Yes, I think so. I don't know if I'm actually helping, though.
5: I bike occasionally. To be honest, I'm trying to ride my bike as best as I can now. I think there's just so many gas-guzzling cars, and it's just putting all these fumes out in the air that's just making the earth hot, so we got to stop using those. Well, I mean, my mom, she, she's just like, okay, I'll never drive my car again. And then, you know, next day she's
2: just driving it to New Mexico.
1: What about you, Cougar? What are you doing?
2: Me? I recycle. And I've been to two protests.
1: I feel like people just go to the protests to get out of class.
2: I'm not saying that I did it to get out of class, but I admit that it was a big factor. But seriously, the fact that children are striking about it I feel like the children have to get involved. That's a problem. That means that the adults aren't doing anything about it.
1: Do you think young people it's young people's responsibility uh to fix climate change or
2: No. God no.
3: Not yet at least, not people our age. Like did we screw this up for it for everybody? No. It was the boomers, alright? So they shouldn't even be in, in, in office at this point. If you're not gonna be alive, in 50 years, when the effects of climate change are actually taking place, like the, the, the dramatic effects, we're already seeing some of them. Then you shouldn't be in office making decisions.
4: No, not really. I mean, like, I mean, we can't really do anything about it because it's, you know, not really us, you know, making all that, you know, carbon and stuff in the atmosphere, with the CO two.
2: I think it's everyone's responsibility. I think if you live on the Earth, then it's your responsibility to protect the Earth. I don't think we should just have
5: all that responsibly put on us it's it's everyone has to work together if we're going to get
2: through this
1: but it's always young people who make change happen
2: yeah i feel that it's pretty messed up how young people have to fix everything the older generation left in shambles
1: how much power do you think you have in fixing climate change
4: honestly as an individual i don't think i have that much um because it's you know it's really not just the one person
2: uh, i don 't think I have much power, but nobody is nobody is can overpower a large group so large people can get large groups and overpower anything
3: I think that one person on their own doesn 't really have that much power, but a bunch of people working together, then yeah that 's a lot of power
5: it 's like we 're protesting the streets we have so many signs, and I think it 's important that we do protest. Uh, singularly, not that much, but I mean, if we work together, we could probably, like, I don't know, eat the rich or something.
1: We were thinking about how to end the story, and we thought maybe we should end it with hope. Something inspiring.
2: Nah, let's not end it like that.
1: Yeah, we want action, and I think action starts with a little bit of fear.
2: How scared are you?
1: I'm really scared. I don't want to live in a world where there's no such thing as a polar bear, koala, or sea turtle.
2: When it comes down to it, it's easier to ignore the problem than to face it. But climate change is a problem we must all face. Together. From City High Radio, I'm Cougar.
1: And I'm Julia. In Tucson, Arizona.
0: That was Cougar Miller and Julia Ortiz. Up next on 30 Minutes from KXCI Tucson, what's on your bucket list? Produced by City High Junior Pilar Lopez.
4: From what we know, our lives are very limited. Death can be unexpected and unavoidable. And yet, most of us act like we have all the time in the world. Hi, so do you know what a bucket list is?
2: I do. is things you'd like to do
4: before you kick the bucket, basically. <laughs> exactly. What is anything that's on your bucket list? Go to Africa just to get an idea um, about my origins, um, as well as like England and Ireland areas.
2: And I would like to go to some kind of like doomsday prep situation where I basically spend a year learning how to survive an apocalypse. So I'd like to learn to grow my own food, get like water supplied, weapons training, like the whole nine yards. So those two things are on my bucket list.
4: I thought her answer was kind of badass. Not something I'd put myself through, but then again, everyone's bucket list is different. One thing that I'd really like to do before I die is I'd like to be have a career or be in a place where I can responsibly take care of and own a lion and like raise it and have a good relationship with it.
5: Find what I'm good at and what my purpose
0: here is. My bucket list is that I would see everybody in this world give their lives to Jesus Christ because I care about everybody's well-being and seeing that they go to heaven. That's a very important thing to me.
2: Well, the main thing is to have a nice steak dinner with Snoop Dogg uh, you know, just let things go from there, you feel me?
4: Some people's goals seem impossible. Others seem so simple and accessible. Working here at the library, there's 26 library locations in Pima County. I've been to almost all of them. I've got three left. And um, each library in town has its own flavor of like the neighborhood that's around it. And I want to see all of them. Well, I guess you never know what's going to throw somebody. One person's trip to Walmart could be another person's journey to Mars. Speaking of space, tons of people seek to put themselves in danger, doing wild and dangerous things. What is one thing on your bucket list?
6: I think definitely doing a lot of adrenaline-filled things, like uh, skydiving and bungee jumping seem very interesting on the list. Going at high velocities, just hurling toward the Earth, uh, seems like a very, like, you know, hype
3: beast type moment. Honestly, skydiving, because I'm, like, kind of afraid of heights, so I feel like that would be a triumphant thing for me, because I don't want to go out having had a boring life. I want to do interesting stuff before it all ends, you know? When I'm going to France this summer, there's, like, these massive cliffs right on the ocean, and I just really want to jump off those. Because the closest I've ever come to dying, I was, like, on the side of a cliff, and I almost fell off of it, so I think, like, Doing it in a way that's purposeful, and a way that I'm going to live through it, is kind of cool. You know, just to be like, I didn't die once, I'm not going to die again. Dune surfing, like sand dune surfing, and moving into a cottage in Iceland, in like the mountains with like a farm or something, and just chilling and like sitting by a fire in the winter is like the ultimate life goal.
4: Another very common desire for a lot of people is traveling. Or living in another place or country. I want to see how other people live. I am going to continue to uh, pick a new place every year. That's my goal. New place every year until I die. Boom.
5: I would really like to visit like Paris or Italy because it seems like a really beautiful place and like really romantic. So I would probably like take my girlfriend there or surprise her or something like that
0: go to Disneyland I want to go to Mount Rushmore and see it in person. My wife and I love road trips.
7: We visit every native history monument cuz my family has kind of like given up on that for some reason. For me, I just like want to know more stories.
3: You know, I think I'd like to take a cruise to Antarctica.
2: Well, uh, something on my bucket list is to um <clears throat> go to the Bahamas. And to frolic in the water.
4: Okay, hold on. So that's my friend Cougar, and for some reason when I interviewed him, he pretended to be an old man.
2: I've been looking at it all my life. I have catalogs. I have calendars. Um, This has always been on my, on
4: my mind, but I, I don't have the funds. I don't know why he answered like that, but it reminded me of how a lot of people's bucket lists require money. I haven't done it already because we haven't had the money. That's my mom. Her big dream is to travel with her family.
0: Number one on my bucket list is to take my grown kids on a sailing adventure, maybe in the Caribbean, for a long period of time, like a month. And we just spend some time together on the open sea. My
4: dad's dreams are very similar.
5: An extended trip on a river with my family.
4: So how come you haven't done it already?
5: Uh, so we're kind of like in a hard work time. I There are certain things that I have to put off for the time being.
4: Their dreams are really sweet, but also kind of sad. It's sweet because it's about us all being together, but it's kind of sad that all their money goes to supporting our family, so... It makes it hard for them to do what they really want. But I feel like I want to do my best to make sure their dreams happen in some way. I mean, who knows where we'll be years from now. Although it can seem hard to do the things you want to do, it's up to you to make them happen. So what's the best way to live? Personally, I think we should live it up and make it interesting and not lose our chance to do what we love. We can't just be passive and let everything happen to us. We have to make things happen. Bucket lists help keep tabs on our dreams and they add more meaning and more depth to the short amount of time we have in this life. So take a minute and think about what could be on your bucket list. For City High Radio, I'm Pilar
0: in Tucson, Arizona. That was City High Junior Pilar Lopez on 30 Minutes from KXCI Tucson. Now that schools are closed for the rest of the year, City High Radio students have been recording audio diaries about what life is like in quarantine. We're going to play some of those diary entries now. This first one comes from City High Senior Turtle Lewis. After that, we'll hear from Julia Ortiz, Geronimo Sanchez, and Nigel Van Pelt. Here's Turtle. Hi,
7: this is Turtle, 19 years old. This is my coronavirus diary. Today is Monday, April 20th. You know what I thought about yesterday? I was thinking, what if um, we all knew that the last day of school was actually the last day where you can see everybody? And I was thinking, what would I do? I would probably properly say goodbye to everybody. Like, quick hugs, high fives, bro hugs, I guess. Tell them that I probably will miss them. That I hope they are okay. Stay safe and everything. But, Knowing me, I would probably do it sarcastically, like always. Um, You know when we have, like, breaks from school, like, we're, like, so happy. But when it's, like, a very long period, I don't know. It can kind of get to us. Like, I don't want to go back to school. But then again, secretly, we do. It's just kind of weird doing the same routine every day. I get up. Come outside for four hours, I guess. Do homework when I'm out here. I like it. It's peaceful. After I'm done with that, I just probably get my drawing book and draw some cool graffiti. Because I'm really good at lettering. That's what it's called. (laughs) But, um, I don't know i rather do my old, very old routine where I got up at possibly 5 in the morning before everybody else would wake up. I don't know. I just like the getting up and just going to school early because I guess I had the whole school to myself and it's peaceful. For me, I'm kind of a little bit weird when I want everything to be peaceful, but then again... Everybody wants a little quiet now and then, but me, I just prefer it all the time. I guess it's the only time where I can really think, I guess. But, I don't know, I just want to see everybody again, and I hope everybody wants to see each other. Like, I'm sure, like, most of us still talk to everybody from school, just on our phones. I don't know. I know some of us are pretty stupid just to like secretly sneak out of our own house just to go see him and then I mean I barely do that I normally like, drive around try and go see my cousins because as much as I like being at home there are some times where I just want to leave because I don't know, it doesn't get any easier, but if we do stay inside this longer, I don't know, we might have a chance of, like, actually beating this, I don't know, I hope just it goes back to normal,
2: um, thank you.
1: Hey, my name is Julia Ortiz, and this is my Coronavirus Diary. Today is April 29th, and it is getting really hot in Arizona. So, like, during this time, I would imagine, like, you would be going to, like, the pool and, like, you know, going off chilling somewhere, but because of the pandemic that's going on, we can't leave. So we're basically stuck in really hot weather and we're at home and it's like it's reached it already reached like plus 100 degrees so that is what's going on it like i don't go outside anymore like i don't go running anymore because it's just too hot and if i do it has to be like really early in the morning which i don't get up that early in the morning or it has to be like late at night which my mom won't let me go at night because she's like it's It's at night so i still do exercise not a lot though but i do exercise i'd like do a couple of sit-ups push-ups burpees all of that um that's it that's what's been going on and like my mom still turns on the news every afternoon to see what's going on uh and it's like really scary because we just find out that we are not prepared for this like no one ever was prepared for this and even though like like thing you think someone would be prepared for like the government would be prepared for it but nobody is i know it's like pretty common to like think about oh like what if if a pandemic happened like you'd think we'd have something in place but um no, we don't have anything, and so, like, right now, a lot of people are, like, without jobs, and one of the biggest questions I have is, what if people are stuck in, like, violent domestic homes, like, that is what I've been thinking about, is, like, what if, like, kids are in a bad situation right now, and school is the only place where they can, um, like, get out of their house, and, like, be in a pretty good situation, so I I was thinking like what about those kids like what's going on and then I started to do some research on it and I realized that there are a few less calls about domestic violence and I just kept thinking like why and it's you'd think that like when everyone's stuck at home there would be more calls but it's because they can't get away from that person that's like treating them badly so thankfully i live in a pretty awesome household um it's just me my mom my brother and my dad but uh yeah that's i was thinking about that and it was like this is really bad for some people some people are just relaxing and taking time for themselves while others are in just this is the worst time of their life yeah it's really sucky but uh, yeah, so that's how my quarantine is going. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe. Take care of your family. Don't touch stuff. Don't touch your face. And uh, bye.
5: Hi, my name is Geronimo. Today is May 2nd. And this is my next coronavirus um, diary. <laughs> yeah, I've just been trying to keep myself busy. Um, I've been doing things I don't normally do. Like, I've been cleaning my, like, my room a lot more. Because it gets messy, like, it's it crazy how messy it get in the span of, like, a couple hours. So, um, I clean my shoes a lot. <laughs> and, like, when I go skateboarding or, like, when we go to the store... After we get back, I, like, clean my shoes. Um, yeah, I've been making beats online. Um, I'm really bad at it. Um, there's a musician I follow who will, like, get, like, a bottle, like, a glass, like, bottle or, like, a glass, like, cup. And we'll fill it up with different, um, measurements of water. And then, like, tap it with, like, a toothpick or something. And then, like, make beats, like, that way. Like, real, like, practical, like, physical. But no, I just use an app. I use GarageBand. Yeah, I've just been... doing what I can. Playing a lot of video games. I've been re video games. I haven't really played that much. <laughs> I've been really into the Spider-Man game. I, I, like, stopped playing it last year, but then I got back into it, and now I'm, like, really invested. I will, I could play that game for hours. I'm. I'm pretty excited about this like ending but i don't know if it's gonna end i've i've heard like people say that it's gonna go away that it's not gonna go away like it's gonna be like a new like a like a flu it's just gonna be there all the time like but because i know like georgia already opened or i can't remember where it was but like where they where everything's open to the public again i wonder when that's gonna happen for us because i miss going to the movies i miss going um places and stuff and going out to dinner and stuff like that um i'm really i'm a i think it's extrovert i can't remember if it's introvert or extrovert i think it's extrovert it's so it's really hard being like away from um people and like having to keep your distance and like i feel like i've been like losing contact with people and stuff um i haven't seen my dad i, I go to his house on the weekends i haven't seen him in over a month almost two months probably i really miss him and my stepmom and my stepbrothers but I know this is probably the best choice for me to stay home. Um, just keep in touch with your family, I'd say. Just try to get through it as best as you can. Explore new things. Explore your hobbies more. Just even if you feel like you're not going to like something or you don't you don't think you're good enough, just give it a try. Um, especially nowadays, you can do all this stuff that you've been saying you're going to do, but you've never could do, gotten done. So this is like the perfect time for all the people who have a lot of stuff that they have have and their agenda that they just haven't done because of school or, or work or something so I think we just have to stay positive and we'll get through this eventually yeah
6: hey this is Nigel and it is May 3rd I've been thinking recently about how Other people have been processing this all. It's kind of unprecedented for like most of us. There haven't really been any massive pandemics that put everyone stuck inside their homes. My mom mentioned that she she doesn't really know what to do about it. She's never experienced anything like it. And it's just like seeing other people on the internet talk about it, a lot of people are panicking a lot of my friends' parents are super worried about it and won't let them go out of the houses and a lot of people are taking a lot of a lot of precautions that maybe don't need to be taken. And that's not to downplay the importance of like how you should be careful about everything, but a lot of people are like walking out of their houses with like full gas masks on. It's not it's not necessary. And I think that's 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 silly and then there's the other side of it where people are like not taking it seriously at all and just joking about it which is the side that I was on for the longest time I never really took it seriously until well I'd say about a month ago when it started to like dawn on me that we are like we are inside for a reason and like there are over two million infections recorded total as of now that wasn't like a month ago but that's it's it's a big number um like a lot of people are just like falling to the extremes because no one knows what to do about it like how do you react to something like this and it's taken such massive media precedence I, I mean, if you look at the news, that's the only thing people are talking about. I mean, I don't know that really there can be that much more interesting to talk about or important to talk about in a global pandemic, but still. A few days ago, there was like a massive asteroid that passed by earth and I didn't see a single news report about it. So that's I'm mean, just kind of interesting. I mean, not it wasn't like super pressing because it wasn't. There were no models whatsoever that showed it hitting the earth, but it was still really like worth paying attention to. And people are still only writing about the pandemic.
0: Those were audio diaries produced by students from City High Radio, an award-winning youth radio program run by teacher Sarah Bromer at City High School in downtown Tucson. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. You can find this and all recent episodes on the 30 Minutes program page on kxci.org. To hear more diaries and stories from City High Radio, check out their podcast. It's called City High Radio, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.